Hello and welcome to the Leader of the Pack podcast. I am your friend and confidant, Marcelo, and I will be here with you as we share some wisdom, insight, and laughter in today's world. Today we have with us one of our brothers, Johnny Scott. Johnny, it is a pleasure to finally get you on the show, bud. How you doing? Good morning. Good morning, good morning. Doing well, doing well. I'm glad we could, uh, we could make this happen, man. <laughs> Yeah, bro. It's uh, it's awesome. Now, a little bit about Johnny. Now, I met Johnny uh, on 2019 trip in uh, Israel. He was one of uh, my bunkmates in our uh, in our room. So, uh, you know, we had a lot of time to spend after hours. And uh, let me tell you, this man is amazing. He has a lot of nuggets of wisdom. And uh, we'll see where we go today. So, Johnny, again, thanks for taking the time out of your day today. Let's uh, let's dive right into this. Johnny, can you give us a brief introduction of who you are and what you do in the real world? Oh, yeah. So uh, Johnny Scott uh, from Hardyville, South Carolina. No one knows where that is. So I normally just say Savannah right across <laughs> the border. Hardyville, <laughs> Hardyville, South Carolina. You know what? We'll make it there and I'll be I'll, I'll put it on the map, bro. I'm, I'm sure many people have been there. But they've traveled <laughs> to Georgia. <laughs> yeah. So but yeah, Johnny, uh, we're husband, father. Um, and uh, businessman, entrepreneur, um, adventurer, you know, I, I enjoy travel, you know, things like that, hobbies, love cooking, love meeting people, engaging with people. Um, and yeah, you know, just very simple, laid back, laid back guy, man. Laid back guy, husband, father, entrepreneur, my kind of man right there. You know, Johnny, let's let's get into a little bit about your story. Can you tell us a little bit about what life was like before joining Leader of the Pack and what's really changed since being a part of this brotherhood? Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. Definitely. Um, so um, my, myself, again, um, I've always been someone who's kind of been to myself. You know, I'm someone who's, in, you know, enjoy friends. I enjoy, you know, engaging with others, but I've kind of been um, to myself, you know, a lot. Um, and... Before, just say we go back before high school, um, I've I've always kind of just again, you know, been to myself. But I never really kind of been focused. Never really had any kind of dreams or or goals or anything. Um, so after high school, I kind of did all the traditional things. You know, you 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 kind of barely make it through high school. You go to college, um, but uh, not having any kind of vision or any kind of goals, I I, uh, I ended up having a having a son. You know, unplanned. Um, so dropped out of college. And then uh, shortly after that, uh, basically, you know, long story short, I kind of found myself uh, into some trouble after running in the streets and whatever. And um, so I got incarcerated. And from there is where I actually learned how to cook. Now, I've always cooked with mom at home, but um, it never was like, hey, mom, I want to become a chef, you know, when I get, you know, when I get older or whatever. But um, so basically incarcerated, learned how to cook. And, um, from there I was cooking from nine to like 1200 inmates a day. And I think I found a passion. Wow. <laughs> I mean, wow. Everybody, you know, if, if you know about those big sheet pans, you know, they have in those institutions in school, it was 35 of those every day, you know, cakes and cookies and all that kind of stuff and whatever. So, but it was, um, but from, from there, um, I, I, realized at that time um all right, I still have to get back out and I have a son that I need to take care of you know but now I have a skill that I can take with me you know that I can you know uh, uh possibly use when I got out so I uh, got out 2004 and 
And my first job basically was with my um, my uncle who had a construction business. And so um, I thank God for that because that was like immediate work because, okay, the stigma was, you know, once you have a felony, you can't find a job. You know what yeah. I mean? You're done. So, you're in the system, right? So you're in the system. So the first blessing was um, you know, my uncle giving me a job. And then from there, it was just a walk of faith. I asked my uncle, I said, hey, um, honestly, I've, I've learned, you know, to a lot of cooking. I would like to go to school for cooking. He gave me his blessing to do that. And then shortly after that, I took a leap of faith and, and told them I would be stepping away from the business and wanted to work in a restaurant. Um, so he gave me his blessing on that. And, and from there, it's just been amazing, man. And, and it's just been a, a, a faith walk. Um, my, my, the, the things that I share in my story, the reason I, I, I tell about every detail is because, because of my, my uh, walk of faith, uh, every opposition was overcome. You know what I mean? Um, even getting the first job where I was challenged with either lying on the application, you know what I mean? Or putting the truth on there, you know what I mean? And I put the truth and the lady was like, well, we, we need someone and I hope I can trust you. I was like, ma'am, you know, I will not let you down. <laughs> and I was there for like three years, you know, I was the head chef of the, of the restaurant and whatever. So, um, so that, be, that, that started a journey. Um, I met my wife in 2008. Um, in 2009, we got married. Um, my wife is Air Force. She served in the Air Force. Um, God bless her. Thank you. Yes, yes. And um, man, um, from there, we, we just um, married. I, I moved away from home. And from there, we, uh, I, I actually, oh, so here's, here's one of the challenging things from that. Um, now, I'm I have my degree in culinary arts, right? I have the experience. I get married in, in the first year, first three months, I couldn't find a job <laughs> mm. after I moved away. So that was another challenge I had to overcome. So what I began to do is I reverted back to what I knew how to do at the time. And uh, at the church we were attending, there was a uh, gentleman who owned a farm and he had all farm tools and lawn, you know, uh, uh, lawnmower and all that kind of stuff. And so I was able to um, put out flyers for raking leaves, cutting grass and all that kind of stuff. And I started doing that. I started putting out flyers in the neighborhood for cutting grass and all that stuff, man. And so, uh, that, that's where my entrepreneurial juices were started to flow a little bit. Um, that same gentleman, you know, began to, he said, well, you said you can cook, you know, I'm going to have some family over. Let me see if you can, uh, let's see what you can do, what you can whip up. And so that dude who gave me an opportunity to kind of make some money became my first client for a catering business. All right. So I started, started doing cooking for him. And then I started taking it serious by starting a business and actually had gotten my first client um, through the advertising, you know, professionally, right? And from there, um, then my wife goes, hey, honey, um, I got an assignment to go to Germany. I was like, what? I just started the business. <laughs> but I said, hey, let's just, um, let's cook in Germany. How about that? Let's go on a journey, baby. You know what I mean? So, That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, man. So. I mean, from there, it's just been, you know, a, a leap of faith, a walk of faith, and 
Um, we spent three years in Germany, you know, had an amazing time. But when we got back to um, the States, that's when I, I kind of started the business up over again. And uh, how I actually got introduced to Leader of the Pack was uh, through our awesome friend, um, Natan. You know, he's, I met him through, well, actually, I met him through my wife, through uh, Danny Johnson and uh, a Danny Johnson event. And I never really wanted to talk to the guy, you know, in the beginning, but it was, um, it was some challenging things Danny was asking couples to do. And um, so uh, from, from there, you know, my wife was kind of just willing to move a little faster, quicker than I was. <laughs> As wives so, usually are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so she reached out to Natan, and I never really wanted to talk to him. I thought it was weird sometimes, you know, because we would be on the call, and, and uh, every time he'd ask you a question, he'd be looking you right in your eyes, like, you know, he'd be looking at this. <laughs> but I thought, but, but, um, but he kept poking at me. He just kept poking at me with messages, you know what I mean, of love, and that he's praying for us and hope things are well, and and um, just um, there was something that was that was definitely missing. But guys, you know, usually trying to, you know, get things together. You know, there's, things are not always perfect, but we're always working on getting things together. Um, but sometimes you need other people to help you with that other piece. Someone else is that other piece, and you have to let other people into your lives so that other that void can be filled. You know what I mean? Or wow. you can get some assistance. Um, so he, he poked at me one more time and he said, hey, you know, we're having some brothers come to Israel. We'd love to have you. And I was like, Israel, you know, that's really interesting, you know? <laughs> um, and so I don't know what came over me at that time. Um, I had begun, me and my wife had begun to start um, intentionally working on some things. So I think it was just the right time that he sent that message. And when I, someone who I didn't want to talk to at all, I instantly message him and say, hey, let's set up a phone call, wow. you know, <laughs> and uh, we jumped on a call, man. We had a great call. And then next thing you know, this guy was picking me up from the airport, man, in Israel, you know, <laughs> that's, that's pretty awesome, man. There is there is a lot to unpack there. Let me um, let me back up all the way and, and let's talk a little bit more about your walk in faith. Right. Yeah. So going going from a place of. Getting married getting mixed up, getting incarcerated, right? Yeah. I think there's a lot of, please God, I pray that um, a lot of men don't end up in that life. But the reality is in this day and age, a lot of a lot of men do that. They get mixed up in the wrong groups, right? Um, and yeah. they get incarcerated. But how beautiful was it that while you were there, you took advantage of an opportunity while you were there to start cooking, to start learning a new trade, right? I think that was um, God's hand on you right there. To just recognize, you know, Johnny, I want more out of you. I, I don't want you to be another statistic, right? Um, I thought it was really humbling when you got out, you started working, you know? We, um, you shared this story recently in our, in our brotherhood about how you got out. You, you almost didn't, you almost lied on the application. You almost yeah. said, I'm not going to put that I was in jail, man. I just can't, I can't let them know I was in prison, right? Yeah. And um that's that takes humility. It takes humility. And uh, I know as 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 a founding member of the brotherhood, that's the kind of guy that we look for in our brotherhood. That's the kind of guy that's willing to say, you know what, I screwed up. 
I have made some not wise choices in my past, but I've served time and I've, I've remedied that. And here I am now. How cool of a story to then go out and then start cooking and working in a kitchen, right? Um, that is crazy. And then to see just as things start rolling, right? You, you got to move to Germany. Right, you back up. Just as things start rolling, you, you have to you get an opportunity to do something different. I'm I'm very impressed with your continued desire to keep going, and then moving into the next portion where you're you 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 said you moved, right? And then you went in, you started working for for somebody that had a bunch of tools who had um a bunch of farmland, right? Yeah. Again, yeah. again, you sat there and you didn't you didn't sit in the corner and cry, right? You said, well. I can do stuff. I'll go start raking leaves. Right. And then that pushed you into, and I believe that's what you do now, right? Don't you cater privately? Isn't yes. that where you're at now? Right. Yeah. So instead of, instead of working in a restaurant, you get an opportunity to cater privately and enter people's homes and really show your best self. We'll talk a little bit about that later, man. That is a great, great comeback story. Great comeback you know, story. You know, you know, what's, uh, was really, uh, even at this time, well, uh, was really challenging um, is at the at the current time I'm actually re doing a relaunch to the business. However, um, because we just moved from I was in D.C. for the Northern Virginia area for about five years, so that's where when I got back from the state uh, got back to the states that the um, that uh, I started up the business and so everything was running you know really well, um, but. The, the other goal, which was the more important goal, was to help my wife get to her retirement, her 20-year mm -hmm. retirement. So we had to make a decision to move to Texas, where we, which we did just recently. And we just moved to Texas. So, of course, I had to kind of uproot the business. Again. Right? <laughs> another, another, another challenge, right? However, that turned into, um, we, we had a, a new baby also, right? She's, uh, she's one and a half. And I'll say from our first two kids were born in Germany. While I was in Germany, I worked at the commissary. Um, and the commissary, it was, I was, I was busy, busy, busy. You know, I would go to work when my wife came home. I would come home when she was ready to go to work. And so for my first two children, you know, um, I don't think I may have paid that much attention to them. I, I was just there because I needed to be there because we would we didn't want to put them in daycare, right? Yeah, you were you were the split shift. Exactly, split shift, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> I like I like that that term. So I, I don't think I paid that much attention to those two. Of course, you here, here's the reason why I say that. Uh, you you live with them, they're with you 24-7, but how many, how much attention do you actually pay to oh. them? Right. So with this new baby in this new move. Now I moved, so now I'm not, I wasn't actually, I had to uproot my work, uproot the business. So now I'm at home with the baby and the kids have started school, but I realized so much more, I'm feeling out of place as a man, right? Uh, because I'm, I'm not working at the time, but I'm realizing um, what, the, what the actual plan is. The plan is get mom to retirement, the plan is to, you know, annihilate debt. So therefore, don't don't put the baby in daycare because that's twelve hundred bucks a month. So 
it's a very small sacrifice to you know to help annihilate the debt, but also get to the to the goal. And so, what the value of it is being able to watch this baby grow, and teach her, and feed her, and comfort her, and I'm like, man, I'm I'm getting to do the things that I didn't do with the first two, you know, or even the first one who was 22 yeah. years old now. But so now I've learned to kind of value that. Um, and so after only being here at least, at least six months before the whole pandemic, right? So then after being glued to the screen for about maybe three months, we were just tired of it, right? And we were like, we don't know what's going on. So let's, um, the kids are not gonna go back to school after, uh, well, they, they weren't gonna go back to school after the spring break, okay? So we're like, okay, um, now they're not gonna go back another week, another week, another week. So we were like, okay, what happens if they go back and some kid, you know, is contracted? Then they're gonna, you know, lock down the school and possibly quarantine your children and separate you from your kids. And we were like, okay, how, do, how about just, let's just pull, no, we did it. My wife was like, <laughs> how, do, how about we take the kids out of school and homeschool? And I'm like, who, not me? <laughs> not me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're just talking, you know, you're not gonna be here, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, but as we continue to talk, I was like, you know, I really wouldn't wanna go through that having our kids to be separated from our, our children. So why I accepted that role, I don't know why, but I said, all right, let's do it. And so we we did, we took the kids out of school. We, 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 we uh, disenrolled them from school and we began homeschooling. And man, I, I now that time that I said that I didn't get with them, in Germany, because I work so much. Yeah, now what a blessing. I have, I have time with all three of my children every single day. We have a nice routine morning where we work out, we do schoolwork, we we cook breakfast, you know, we do things together, and and it's like, man, I I have time to spend with my children. I need to cherish it, yeah. you know, and not be so concerned that oh, I'm not doing this or I'm not doing that. You know, I have to think about what is happening and what's being built, what kind of bonds are being built, you know, even now, what kind of relationship. I actually have a, a, an input on uh, my uh, impact on my children's lives that I need to uh, take serious and take advantage of, you know? Yeah. yeah, Natan and I have talked a lot about what a blessing COVID has been for so many fathers around the globe to, to, yeah. to rebuild that relationship. So many fathers have been a nine to five, you know, yeah. so many, so many fathers have really been like what I said earlier, that the split shift, you yeah. know, that I'd come home from work and now mom can go and go do her work, you know, and I yeah. guess I'll take care of the kids and put them to bed. Um, so what a blessing, what a blessing in disguise to rebuild yeah. that relationship with your children, you know, yeah. that's yeah. awesome. Um, let's change gears here a little bit. You know, we, uh, well, let's stay here for a second. We talked a little bit about how you got involved with leader of the pack. What's okay. keeping you around? Oh, it was keeping me around. Um, I'll say that um, if, if I honestly, if leader of the pack was only Natan, just himself, he's a cool guy to be around. <laughs> <laughs> you know, 
if it was just him, man, it was it'd be enough to, to to stick around. You know what I mean? Like he's 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 an awesome guy who has who has such a wisdom, knowledge, um, and 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 understanding. You know, just to to share, and you kind of glean from him, and he wants to hear your story. You know what I mean? Um, but to have a group of brothers to come together sharing their stories and who want to hear your stories and and who who want to be in a in an environment where they can shed some of their imperfection. You know what oh, I mean? Yes. You mean share some of it and not feel judged by the other brother? Um, it's it's so it's so relieving. I'm telling you, it's way, it's way better than AA. <laughs> hey, <laughs> look, man, I've I've been to a lot of twelve steps in my life, all right, and uh, I would have to agree with you. It's way better than any twelve step. Um, that's for sure. I've never heard it put that way, bro. Hey, listen, I, I've never heard any AA group invite me to come to Israel. You know. What I mean? <laughs> We better not tell them our secret, I guess. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, this is a great opportunity to share with everybody out there. We have an amazing private members group. Uh, click on the link below if you're interested. We have a private Facebook group. We um, have a weekly accountability call, plus a lot of other amazing deals uh, for you at the low price of just $97 a month. Click on the link below. Get on our website, Leader of the pack us look for that button there that says membership and just sign up you know give yourself the blessing of a membership of a brotherhood like this where you get to meet guys like johnny guys like natan guys like myself carl sean all these other guys that i've had on the podcast that are truly amazing insightful men everybody's got a story you know and the beauty with leader of the pack is that the guys are willing to share that story and, and use it as a powerful tool to dig a little deeper into you and to pull more out of you. Again, leaderofthepack.us. Click on that button there that says membership. Sign up. Try it out for a month. You don't like it, we will give it back to you. We will refund you in full if it doesn't work for you. We have weekly accountability calls every Sunday, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. There's lots of stuff in our private Facebook group. There's lots of stuff in the next couple months coming out that uh, you will have first access to and a discount on. So let's jump back into this. Um, Johnny, it's awesome. It's awesome to hear that. I really appreciate that. Let me ask you a little bit about, since we just chatted about our membership, let me ask you a little bit about our three pillars. For those that don't know, three of our basic pillars are stand up, lead, and protect. So Johnny, would you share with me what those three pillars mean to you as a husband, as a father, as an entrepreneur? So for, for uh, I think it was awesome to, to have that, those three pillars as a, as a focal point of, of, of foundation for, for men, one, and also, you know, men as husbands and then as fathers, you know, in that order. Um, now for standing up, it's, I didn't, I didn't, um, I got a, a, a much deeper perspective on what it meant to stand up and the things that I wasn't actually paying attention to, you know, as far as uh, just being a husband and, and, and a father. 
Um, and just, you know, kind of standing on the truth and not standing by, but standing up. You know what I mean? Um, and uh, it was it was it was pretty interesting that um, standing up uh, meant for me was, uh, hey, take charge, you know, take the lead. Um, um, you know, don't be afraid to make mistakes. You know, I, I have I have um, uh, I have this this quote that I, I tell my children, you know, when they're studying. So I said, don't be afraid. I said, don't be afraid to make a mistake. I said, because what? You're always still learning, you know? And so now my, my daughter, who's the one who I have more challenges with, you know, in her schooling, she can repeat that when she makes a mistake. I said, don't worry about making a mistake. Why? She said, because I'm still learning, you That's know? Right. And so it standing up means, you know, stand up for what's right, you know, and basically stand on that you know what i mean and and, and it just it just kind of um there there will be others who will follow your lead they don't have to definitely follow you but then they'll find the confidence to stand up themselves and realize that hey the majority may be going the opposite direction but you're standing on what's true and what you believe you know and so even you know danny even uh, has a quote where she says uh uh, watch what everyone else is doing and doing the opposite, do the total opposite. <laughs> yeah. So stand up, stand up. So leading, um, leading is making, making decisions, um, making a decision. I even found myself where uh, I hadn't been making certain decisions uh, in my marriage and uh, even uh, with my children. And so um, after a couple spats, you know, uh, with, with, with my wife, um, she she said some things that that were I, I thought was pretty hurt, help, hurtful, but I, it was probably more so helpful once you got your emotions and feelings out of the way, right? Because she was saying she she would say that um, that the children weren't respecting me, and I was like, um, I was like, well, I mean, I don't. What do you, what do you mean they're not respecting me? And I had to see whether I was, I had to assess myself whether I was actually leading them or was, was I actually just kind of catering to them, you know? Um, and for her as well, maybe she didn't feel like I was stand, uh, standing up or leading um, in the marriage, you know, making certain decisions. So uh, when I got to a point where I started making decisions and stopped being afraid to make decisions and whether that decision was a mistake or not, then it was like, okay, she started to understand better that um, it's a it's that she that she had to actually start following my lead and not just you know mm. saying hey but you're not leading you know what I mean I'm like well you have to actually if I have to lead then someone has to be following so you have to actually follow my you know what I mean if I give an instruction you have to actually do it <laughs> there, there's a pill to swallow ladies. <laughs> So not not you know you know but but it was good that my, my wife gives me um, that room you know um, to also you know to lead to make decisions even if she has her own opinion but to make the decision as a man as the head of your house make that decision I will follow you but also just invite some of my you know 
my have an ear for me as well. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and that's wisdom. I believe that's wisdom also when God is speaking. But um, so standing up, leading, and protecting. I learned a whole lot about protection. A lot, a lot of what protection was. Um, I am, uh, you know, what my gym, you know, what we get from from gyms from Danny. Uh, my gym is a pearl, right? And I think Natan said he's a pearl also, right? Yes. But man, when if you get around him, man, there's nothing pearl about this. <laughs> This boy, this this guy's a stick of dynamite. If that was a gym, you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but but the things that I I learned about about uh, being around the brothers and about leader of the pack, what it meant to protect, um, that I just had no no idea of um, of the things that we need to be concerned about in our home. You know what I mean. And so none of that structure was in place. You know what I mean? As far as protecting, uh, of course, you you wouldn't let someone come. You know, you don't want someone to come into your home and and um, let anyone in your home or anyone you know uh, basically uh, um, you know uh, approach your wife. You know, in, in any kind of uh, uh, weird way or whatever. Um, but. You know, there were some things I learned about, you know, allowing your, your children to and the family to get in or walking around the vehicle first, you know what I mean? Checking the vehicle and all that kind of things, you know, when you guys are out together. Um, I always kind of keep a watch out when we're out because I've seen weird things on YouTube, you know, people's cars running up on the sidewalks and, you know, um, just paying attention to crosswalks. And um, I've even seen, you know, no knock on old people, but I, I've seen videos where old people, um, you know, they hit the gas instead of the brake, you know, when, when they come to the convenience store and they drive right through the store. So it's like, you got to pay attention to like everything. But um, I find myself, um, I don't know. I think I find myself more stressed out in, in my protection <laughs> uh, because um, I want to make sure that I am covering my whole family, you know, when I'm out. And sometimes it's, it's, it's a challenge, you know, even with my wife is just making sure, hey, I need, it's like, I need your 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 awareness to be where mine is, you yeah. know what I mean? But it's it's ultimately my responsibility to make sure I'm giving that instruction. Yeah, I'm um, glad you said that, because that really is, you know, it's not their job. It's yeah. not their job to be aware. We would pray and hope that they are. Um, but ultimately, it lands on us, you know, yeah. walking across the street, making sure everybody's holding hands, making sure everybody is focused look, there's a car there. There's a car there. We're walking. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. We're walking, you know, don't dilly dally. Yeah, so, exactly, exactly. That's awesome. That's a lot of great stuff out there for you guys to unpack and listen to. And I really hope you rewind a little bit and listen to what, what Johnny said about standing up, leaning and protecting. Cause that was a lot of wisdom. See what I'm saying? This guy has a lot of wisdom in him. So <laughs> Thanks for sharing all that, bro. That was really good. We are like quickly running out of time and there's so many more things I want to learn um, and talk more about. Let me uh, let me go in this direction here. What What's one of the most important things you've learned since joining the Brotherhood that you'd like to share with those out there that just don't see the importance of linking arms with other men in Leader of the Pack? Well, I'll, I'll definitely, you know, this this is one one area where, where guys are not willing to, um, to be open. Guys are not willing, normally guys are not willing to share these things and and man, the, the things that I share, 
um, I realized like I'm, I'm free from them. It, it, it was maybe about three years ago where I realized that I needed to be, I needed to be free from uh, my shame. I need to be free from the guilt. You know, I needed to be free from, you know, a lot of things that, uh, that, that happened in, in my past. Even when I think about it now, uh, I, I've, I've even been contacting a few people that I hadn't seen in probably 20 years, you know, 15, 20 years. And it's just, you know, apologizing to them. And um, I think it kind of weirded them out too. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> cause they're like, what the hell? You know, like, um, but I was like, yeah, you remember. And I remember as well. You know what I mean? And I'm, I'm I want to apologize. And I want to free myself from that because I just feel like, um, you know, we, we need to stop like blaming a, the, the devil or, you know, the past, you know, um, we have to get to a place where we actually truly trust in God and we actually, we're actually following Christ. And um, sometimes, you know, that's, you know, it, it's, it's not a beautiful thing. You know what I mean? Um, but it's a much more freeing thing. And what I realize is when I share certain things, it actually frees other brothers to, 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 to say, hey, well, you know, maybe, you know, my story not, is not as bad or not even that, maybe um, it's okay for me to share my stuff because he really didn't have to share his. Yep, yep. You know what yep. I mean? So that, I think the most important part is kind of being free from the sin, uh, from the shame and from the guilt. You know what I mean? And that way, that frees you to be able to share your stuff. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Well, man, that makes this brotherhood worth it to me. I definitely can relate to being free from all that stuff. And like what you said before, man, it's it's an open place for guys to share with other guys. You know, that's yeah. really, that's deep. I appreciate that. Uh, that's what we strive for here at Leader of the Pack, man. That's really what we do. So, Johnny, we are quickly wrapping up our time together. And I really appreciate all that you shared with us. Before we depart and we say farewell for now, is there anything that you really want our listeners to know about you? Oh, man, I tell you, um, I've, I've ventured out. I've, I've ventured out um, and to allow myself to be a part of uh, a brotherhood. That's, that's honestly for me, it's um, from where I come from is it's not a part of my, my culture. You know what I mean? Um, and sometimes you have to get outside of what you know and what you're familiar with um, so that, you know, God can give you some insight on the fact that you all really just human beings. And um, you realize that sin and uh, other things, uh, uh, life basically, you know, has no respect of a person. You know what I mean? And so it's, uh, for, for me, I realized that um, many of the other brothers around the world of any, uh, of any race or any color, they look, they, they, ha they go through the same challenges that I do. Yep. You know, when we yep. share things, we realize like, hey, that sounds just like me or my situation. You know what I mean? And so for me, it's just, um, when you're part of a brotherhood where brothers genuinely love you, and love means oh, accountability. You know what I mean? Love means wanting to see you win, wanting to see you better. 
wanting to push you a little bit when you don't want to be nudged. Um, I, 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 that's something that I, that I truly appreciate and it, it adds value in something that I feel like I can just, I can share and pass down to my son, you know, and, and ask him to be or train him to be this kind of man, you know, in life, uh, even now, you know, so yeah, that, that's what I, you know, what I, what I take from this brotherhood, not take from even, even give. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. a give and take, right? You take a little bit and because you take a little bit, you can fill that pitcher back up for the next guy. You know, yeah. our yeah. goal really is to have a pitcher overflowing of that accountability, of that leadership, of that desire to, to want more out of life. You yeah. know, Johnny, I really appreciate the time this morning. I know you have a packed day with the kids and schooling and um, thanks for your time, man. Thanks for your insight. Thanks for your wisdom. It was great having you on the show. Looking forward to having you on the show again. Hey, I appreciate you, brother. I look forward to it too. Anytime, let me know. Yeah, you got it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that wraps up our show today. Did you learn something new? I always do. So don't forget, you can find us on social media, Leader of the Pack. Just search for us at Leader of the Pack. You can get to our website, leaderofthepack.us. You can totally check out our membership. We will have an alpha leadership group opening back up here shortly. We have talked a little bit about that in the past. We have some other events that I will covertly talk about that will be popping up on our website. So keep an eye out for that as well. And remember, above all else, leadership starts with you. Stand up, lead, and protect. God bless.